Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the Flow and Flourish podcast. I am your host, the Capacity Coach, Nicole Roan, and I am so excited that you are here. This is the safe space where we talk openly and honestly about all the competing priorities we have on a regular basis, and I share my wisdom, tips, tricks, and resources on how to help you manage your capacity so that you can flow effortlessly and flourish tremendously. Speaking of tips, tricks, tools, and resources, this episode is being brought to you by the Flow and Flourish Toolkit. Yes, I have put everything I know and everything I teach about into a toolkit that is a digital download as well as 20 different mini courses. So if you have not gotten it already, make sure you head on over to my website to get the toolkit. And the link is also here for you right in the show notes. In the meantime, let's go ahead and get into today's episode. Hey, 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 welcome to the Flow and Flourish podcast and happy Women's History Month. Oh my gosh, it has been such a long time since I have cracked this mic and I'm super excited to be back. And, you know, I just could not let Women's History Month go by without doing a series. And that's because this is really one of my favorite months out of the year where we really get to take the time and celebrate each other, ourselves, you know, people that are famous or not so famous about all the incredible things that we as women are doing. And this is my third year doing it. So I wanted to make sure that I hopped on here and gave y'all something to listen to this Women's History Month. Now, normally for this series, I am typically interviewing other women that I believe are making history and doing great things out here in the world. But this one is going to be a little bit different. There'll still be a couple of guests that I showcase on the podcast this month. But a lot of it is going to be about me doing exactly what I tell you to do all the time, which is to celebrate yourselves, right? Because there are so many of us who are out here making history, being trailblazers, doing all kinds of things in the world. And I want to take the time and really just share with you throughout this series some of the things that I have learned as a woman who's making history and pass along the nuggets that have helped me to get to the space that I'm in. And hopefully it'll help you to do exactly what you're doing, which is continue to show up in the places and spaces that you occupy and make history in your own way. So let's get into it. I titled this episode, The Keys to Being a Trailblazer, because there are so many women that are in my circle, my personal, professional circles that are trailblazers. And a lot of us don't even realize we're trailblazers until we hit a major goal or a major milestone in our lives. But I really need us to look at what we're doing for what it is, which is trailblazing. And for me, this has looked like carving out my own space in the coaching and training lane when it comes to capacity. Now, it is no secret that when I first started in this space, I was so afraid to talk about capacity because I didn't think that anybody knew what it was. I really wanted to do something that was more comfortable, that was more well-known, but that would have meant not being true to myself. And I'll talk about that a little bit more, 
But today I'm going to give you three keys to continuing to show up and do everything that you're doing and be the trailblazer that you are so that you can have the maximum impact and influence as you share your gifts with the world. First things first, let's touch and agree that being a trailblazer is hard, right? There is not always a clear written path and nine times out of 10, you are the first one doing what you're doing. And that can be discouraging. It can be frustrating. It can be a lot of things. And many people's opinions can sometimes influence if you stay the course. So the very first key that I want to share with you is that other people's opinions are none of your business. I'm going to say it again. When you are a trailblazer and you are blazing a brand new trail, other people's opinions are none of your business. I remember being told by well-meaning people that I didn't need to talk about capacity. And I almost let that stop me because it wasn't one person. It wasn't two people. It was a handful of people, of trusted people that I saw out here in the world blazing their own trails. But just think about where I would be, where all of you would be, where all the people that I have helped to understand how their capacity impacts their personal and professional lives, where would we all be? So I had to really learn how to put other people's opinions where they belonged, out of my mind, out of my business, because it would have stopped me from becoming who I'm becoming. It would have stopped me from doing ultimately what God told me to do. And so I want you to remember that other people's opinions ain't got nothing to do with you. And I chuckle as I say that because it's easier said than done, right? As much as I can sit here and say that validation is for parking, at the end of the day, we're human and we want our thoughts, our ideas, our purpose to be validated. But that's not always going to happen. And so you have to keep it pushing regardless. And that leads me to the next key. And that is for you to believe in your vision and trust your gut. Trust the spirit. Trust what you feel. Because I had a really good friend of mine tell me, well, Nicole, I don't think anybody was on the conference call with you and God when he told you to do what he told you to do. And so I had to really, really, really learn how to stand 10 toes down, as my girl Whitney says, and what I knew to be true about my purpose, about my calling, about teaching, about capacity. Listen, Everybody may not get it. Nobody may get it. Or there may be a handful of people who understand what it is that you are trying to bring to fruition. And you have to rest in that and know that God wouldn't give you the vision without provision. And here we go again, right? It's easier said than done. When you are out here doing something that has never been done before, it's easy to get lost in the shuffle of what you see other people doing. It's easy to start questioning if you heard what you thought you heard, if you felt what you thought you felt, because it seems overwhelming and like it can't be done. But I'm going to tell you again, if God gave it to you to do it, then you just going to have to do it. And it starts with going back to that why. What happened? Why do you think God put you in the position to do what he told you to do? How is this tied to how you're supposed to impact people? How is this tied to 
how you're supposed to have influence over people. For me, you all know, if you are a regular listener, that this is tied to my come to Jesus moment, right? Of me almost losing my life because I was at max capacity. So yeah, it would have been easier for me to do what other people were doing and talk about work-life balance. But you and I both know that this is so much bigger than just work-life balance. I say all the time that work-life balance is a result of managing your capacity. And so even in my current situation or my journey today, does it get hard? Yes, ma'am, it does. Do I sometimes question whether or not this is what I'm supposed to be doing? Sometimes I do. But anything worth working hard for is worth having. And to whom much is given, much is required. So you have to believe in that thing, believe in that vision, and trust your gut. Trust what's been planted on the inside of you as you are blazing these trails that nobody before you has done. Now, are there going to be similar paths or similar people or situations? Yes. But I guarantee you, ain't nobody out here talking about capacity like I am. I hear it now all the time because I've been saying it for the last three years. But even in these moments when it gets tough, I believe in what I know what's been planted inside of me. And I know that I have a duty and an obligation to fulfill my purpose. And that's what we do as trailblazers. We do the thing. And before you know it, you look back and you've blazed this trail for other people to follow in your footsteps, for other people to be encouraged and motivated and inspired Just by you doing what you were supposed to do, by you pushing through the fear, by you pushing through the uncertainty and literally going for what you know. As I was preparing to, you know, do this recording, I read something that said trailblazers aren't created, they're born. Like this is a destiny thing. And so if you're listening to this, it's not by accident. You need this encouragement. And I've had so many people around me push me and poke me and tell me to not give up. Don't stop fighting the good fight. Keep going even when it doesn't make sense. And so I want to make sure that I'm doing that for you too. Because like I said, when I started this, I think about 90% of the people that I surround myself with are those who are entrepreneurs, small business owners, those breaking cycles, those who are doing things that have never been done in their generation. And that's not always easy. So we have to support each other and we have to encourage each other and love on each other and remind us who we are and whose we are, which kind of leads me to my next and final point. If you are out here in these trailblazing streets, then I need you to get around the right people and stay around the right people. I have talked about this over and over and over, and I'm going to continue to talk about it because the company you keep, your sister friends, your circle, the people that you work with, the people in your family that you allow into your space, the friends that you hang out with, all of those things matter, every single one of them. So if you are going to be a trailblazer and fulfill your purpose as a trailblazer, then you need to be around other trailblazers. Because we think different. We move different. And remember that validation I was talking about a couple minutes ago? You get that without even trying, without even asking for it. You've heard game recognize game, right? Or that birds of a feather flock together. I'm sure you've heard at least one of those. But it's true. I know for me, this has really looked like intentionally 
surrounding myself with people outside of my zip code, outside of my bloodline, outside of folks that I've grown up with all of my life that are on a mission to literally change the world. And I had to learn the hard way that everybody ain't trying to do that. And I was shocked, y'all. I'm literally clutching my pearls, right? When I realized that everybody don't want to change the world, and it's true. So you got to get the right tribe. You got to get the right circle. And you have to, again, intentionally surround yourself with people who are trying to do the things similar to what you're trying to do. If you are starting a business, you can't be surrounded by people who want to work in their nine to five for the rest of their lives. I said what I said, because they're not going to get it. It's not going to make sense. They're going to tell you that you're crazy. Keep them benefits. Keep the regular salary. Most businesses fail within the first five years, like all the things. I'm sure you've probably heard that before. And I'm not saying that you just cut everybody off, right? Like that's not how it works. But you intentionally seek out other people who are on what you're on. For me, that looked like joining different Facebook groups. That meant getting in different coaching programs. That meant networking on LinkedIn. And it still means me continuously surrounding myself with other business owners, other coaches, other trainers, other people who literally understand how our personal and our professional lives really impact each other. And so put yourself out there. I know it's scary. I know that, you know, none of us want to be vulnerable, but the only way to grow is through vulnerability. And so if you want to continue to be a trailblazer and you want to do it at the highest level, you got to get in the room with people that are as good as you and better than you so that you can learn from them, so that you can share ideas and so that you can ultimately get to the next level because this isn't a solo game. Purpose is not a solo game. Being a trailblazer is not a solo game. It requires people. And I heard in a sermon a couple of weeks ago that God often sends help through people. And so are you around the right people? Do you need to check your circle? Are you with like-hearted, like-minded people? Are you the odd bird of the flock who needs to find a new flock? Like now's the time for you to consider that. I remember writing affirmations and praying for God to send me like-hearted and like-minded women to help me to build and grow deep relationships with people who got me, with people who would pour into me. And I still pray for that. But let me tell you, when I started to pray and believe that it existed, God sent me so many people. I have so many sisters from other misters, and I'm closer to people that I've met in these coaching programs, at these networking events, and surrounded myself with over the last couple of years than friends and family that I've known my whole life. So it's out there. I promise you it's out there. But you got to be intentional about who is in your circle and making sure that you get around the right people. Listen, I feel like I was hollering. (laughs) So I apologize. I'm so passionate about this because I know what it's like to feel like you're the only one when you are going from literally being the only one, right? The one that people call on, the one who gets things done. You're already used to being the only one, but now you got to get used to being surrounded by other only ones. So y'all can come together, put your brains together. 
and get out here and do what God has called you to do. And like I said a couple of minutes ago, trailblazers aren't created. They're born. They're born. So you just got to find your flock. And I'm hoping that this episode has helped you to understand how important that is and that the rest of the episodes throughout this series are going to help you to do that as well, giving you some more tips and resources. And did I just say how happy I am to be back, to be in your ears, to be in your presence? You all know that this podcast has been my baby. And I don't take it lightly that you spend your time, energy, and resources, aka capacity, listening to me because there are a billion different podcasts that you could listen to. So I thank you for tuning in. I know this was a little bit of a shorter episode, but don't worry, the longer ones are coming. And speaking of longer episodes, next week, I'm going to be talking about breaking the cycle. And this one is so near and dear to me because, oh... As women who are making history, a lot of us are breaking cycles that we don't talk about. So I want to shine some light on that. And throughout this month, we're also going to be talking about purposeful parenting and managing our capacity. You know, I got to slip some more capacity stuff in there, right? Of course you did. So thank you again for listening and welcome back to all my listeners who have been here since I started almost three years ago. And of course, to those who are new to the podcast, welcome. Now, I normally do that in the beginning, but I was so excited just to jump (laughs) right on in that I did. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I pray that you are having a wonderful week and I cannot wait to have you back here next week so I can help you manage your capacity and create work-life balance without ever having to sacrifice yourself, your family, and what matters most to you. Talk to you soon.